listening from, and welcome to Indoor Air Quality Radio, IAQ Radio, on Friday, May 16, 2014. Episode 327 is being broadcast live from our Studio C in McKees Rocks, Pennsylvania. My name is Cliff Slotnick, known as the Z-Man. In the Studio D at IAQ Training Center offices in Indian PA, our engineer, Jessica Lawson, is handling the controls. Good afternoon, Today, Cliff. my guest host, Joe Hughes, will be phoning in, we hope, from Greenville Technical College in Greenville, South Carolina. Today's segments include the IEQ Radio Trivia Question, an interview with Ken Rothnell of Sunbelt Rentals. Remember, I write, a, write and post a blog each week after the show. Check out our website at www.ieqradio.com. Now it's time to thank our marquee sponsors. John Don Products, where restoration and abatement contractors shop. Visit them at johndon, J-O-N-D-O-N.com. Indoor Environment Connections, the newspaper for the IAQ industry. Subscriptions and advertising information are available at ieconnections.com. Clean Facts and Cleaning and Maintenance Management Magazine, your source for cleaning and maintenance news. Visit them at clean, C-L-E-A-N-F-A-X dot com and cmmonline.com. Please be sure to thank our sponsors for their support of IEQ Radio when you inquire about their services and products. You can download the show by going to our website, which is www.iqradio.com and following the link that says go to the show. The show is also available through iTunes. Don't forget, you can obtain your ABIHCM points IICRC Continuing Education Credits, or ACAC Renewal Credits by emailing Radio Joe and requesting a quiz. Joe's email is joe.use at ieqtraining.com. Last but not least, please visit the IEQ Training, Training Institute website for the most current dates for the training you trust at ieqtraining.com. Now it's time for the IEQ Radio Trivia Question. Win a cool prize by outcompeting fellow IEQ radio listeners and being the first person to correctly answer the IQ radio trivia question each week. Submitting your answer is easy. Email it to cslotnick at cs.com. Or if you're listening to the show live via your computer, you can text in your answer. Congratulations. <laughs> Andy Krosotsky, Comcast Metal Products, Mars PA, for being the first person to identify Dr. Theron G. Randolph, M.D., as the former physician, professor, and Northwestern University, who in 1950 proposed multiple chemical sensitivity as a distinct disease and is also known as the father of clinical ecology. The IQ Radio Trivia Question for Friday, May 16, 2014, has been sponsored by Triska, the Tri-State Restorers and Specialty Cleaners Association, who have been serving the needs of and advocating for their members for over 30 years. Remember, Triska is your link to industry training, certification, standards, and events. Check out their website, www.prfca.org. 
Now for this week's trivia question. Odds are that everyone listening to this broadcast has at one time or another rented a tool, needs for a party. The rental industry serves the needs of do-it-yourselfers needing a tool or equipment to restore damaged property. According to the American Rental Association, what is the revenue amount financially forecast for total equipment rental in North America in 2014? Today's guest is Ken Rothmel. Ken has had a very successful sales career. Keys to his success have always been being straightforward and, when necessary, being direct and brutally honest. Ken sees himself as a mediator between his customers and the company that pays his salary. He approaches every situation and opportunity with a win-win attitude. He says that a good salesman can always make the first sale, but a great salesman will keep making the sales over and over because they treat their customers as most important. Ken's strategy is to build long-term relationships in sales to prevent customers from going elsewhere. Ken Rothbell was a former vendor to Sunbelt Rentals during their growth from two stores to 190 stores. After 9-11-01, the CEO of Sunbelt Rentals approached him to join their company and develop a program to focus on people who clean up disasters. He developed a team of nine great regional sales managers that are available 24-7-365 and are always available to jump through hoops in order to make it happen. Currently, he is the Director of Strategic Accounts for Sunbelt, who has approximately 450 locations with a $2.3 billion equipment rental fleet. Sunbelt is the second largest equipment rental company in the world and has the largest equipment supplier to the restoration industry. Ken has been serving on the RIA Board of Directors for three years as the head of the Vendor Council. He currently still responds 24-7 to cell phone calls because nothing is like the rush of helping someone when they have landed a large commercial loss. the old home improvement show that was the kb tool band and all that music was done with tools <laughs> that's great okay ken uh let's get started what are some of the advantages that renting equipment offers over buying equipment cliff there's, there's lots of advantages but probably the biggest advantage is that you don't tie up your capital for items that are not being used every week or every month. Uh, you don't uh, have to pay for extra warehouse space for to have extra equipment that might only go out once or twice or three times a year. Uh, the other thing is uh, um, a rental store, Sunbelt in particular, we guarantee repair or replacement for down equipment within four hours or that day is free, which means that if you had your own equipment and it went down, 
you'd be looking for mechanics to try to fix it or replace it. And you might, you might have a job that's not close to your home environment. You might be, uh, uh, what we call a storm chaser. You might be doing a hurricane in another area and you bring your equipment and you bring your generator, you bring a, a desiccant and all of a sudden you have a failure. Where do you turn? You know, the manufacturer is not going to be able to repair it for you or, or replace it right away or, or uh, get you another unit right away. Uh, we have locations in every uh, market in the United States with mechanics. And during uh, hurricanes and storms, we bring in extra mechanics and that work 24 hours a day. We uh, usually have uh, three guys that work eight-hour shifts, and they work continuously. You know, what's very, very interesting is I know many restoration contractors, uh, some of whom work nationally, some of whom just work locally or, or regionally, and it seems that these guys like to take a picture out in their parking lot. They'll have all their trucks, and then they have all their drying equipment you know, spread out, hundreds and hundreds of pieces of equipment, you know, maybe hundreds and hundreds of thousand dollars worth of equipment. And it, it seems to be like a pride thing. And, and, you know, I always thought that, you know, you could have, instead of having all that other stuff that you use periodically, you know, you could have a nice boat, a nice vacation home, uh, or something like that. Uh, it, it, it's, I don't know whether it's a matter of personal pride or whatever, but in any event, what sort of equipment does your company have available? Well, I'd like to make a point about what you said. You you are a hundred percent correct, Cliff. What's very interesting is the same pictures that come across my desk of remediation contractors that went out of work, who who closing their doors and and. Uh, uh, because there hasn't been enough work in a year or a couple of years. And there's a whole picture of all the equipment that they own that's up for uh, um, auction. And there's too many of these guys over the years. I, in the last 15 years, I've seen that have gone out of business that had warehouses full of equipment that they hardly ever used. So uh, I think you need to have the right amount of equipment that you're going to use every day and every month to keep it busy, generating you revenue, and the rest, when you need it, when there's a uh, uptick in business, you rent it, and when you're finished with it, you return it. Right. Yeah, I don't know whether, you know, it's interesting. I'm doing some work on our warehouse, and I actually have a lift rented from no one other than Sunbelt Rentals. And, you know, it came uh, on time, actually came 45 minutes early, and, you know, they showed me how to work it, and uh, the lift's working real fine. What sort of equipment does Sunbelt rent? What do you have available? Well, we, we have a, a huge, uh, as you said earlier, $2.3 billion equipment rental fleet. Um, which uh, is uh, just various pieces of equipment uh, around the country, but for the remediation industry, the the um, the equipment that we per- personally stock are air movers, uh, refrigerant dehumidifiers, air scrubbers from 500 cfm up to 5,000 cfm, uh, 
desiccant dehumidifiers from 600 CFM up to 15,000 CFM. We actually have about 2 million CFM of desiccants around the country. We have ozone machines. We have insulation vacuums. Uh, we have generators from the portable gas generator to the towable diesel generators from 20 kW up to 2 megs of power. That's a 2,000 kW unit that's a 40-foot container. We have portable AC units uh, from 1 ton to 40-ton units. We have chillers from 50-ton to 200-ton. We have portable heaters up to 2 million BTU. We have one of the largest uh, fleet of what we call AWP, aerial work platforms, uh, from 12 feet to 150 feet. So if you need to get a worker up in the air, we have it. Almost anything that uh, to get you off the ground. We have soda blasters, dry ice machines, and uh, this new echo blaster. We also have we also design, erect, and dismantle scaffolding. Now, uh, what's an echo blaster? I've never heard of that before. An echo blaster is the latest thing in blasting. I know uh, uh, each each uh, blaster, soda blaster, if you do it indoors, uh, creates a lot of smoke and and uh, dry ice machines. A lot of times, you have to wear respirators because you're not getting oxygen. Uh, the Echo Blaster is um, has a air compressor and a uh, pressure pod that you, you can use anything uh, in it, whether it's soda. You can't use dry ice, but soda, uh, crushed ice, uh, crushed glass, I mean, or any type of media. And it only uh, it adds it to the water, and it only puts out a pint of water a minute, a mist, and it can work indoors or outdoors and totally strips anything down to the substrate without hurting the substrate. So if we're doing mold or wood or a fire that we just did a recently indoors, uh, there was a fire and we brought it to a job site and showed a contractor how it cleaned the white stone work around the fireplace that he was trying to use soda and dries and it was taking forever to do and we did uh, the whole fireplace uh, within an hour. Amazing. I'm going to have to check that up and, and do some more. It's an amazing piece of equipment. Cool. Um, do your stores also carry consumable things such as uh, plastic tube stock that, you know, contractors may need, some chemicals, that sort of thing. You know, we're, we're really a rent-to-rent company. Um, we don't do a good job at sales. We In some of our locations, we do have uh, some consumables. Uh, we do carry filters for air scrubbers. But you know, companies like John Don or Amsco, Abadex, Bridgewater, they do a great job with those consumables, and we don't really want to compete with them. Right. Well, the one thing I, I thought about initially was this tube stock, you know, plastic tube stock, because when you're using desiccants, refrigeration equipment, stuff like that, a lot of times you need, you know, this plastic ductwork. That yeah, yeah. We well, we call that lay flat. Yes, we have lay flat for all our desiccants that we do uh, resell. Um, you're, you're a hundred percent right. 
Okay, you, know, you said that you rent air scrubbers. Uh, because of that, are you concerned about where these devices may be used, about them picking up hazardous material such as asbestos? Uh, and what do you do about the HEPA filters, you know, th that are in these units? Do you change them after each project? Uh, you know, what's your policy on dealing with that? Um, well, our current policy, and we, we, we've uh, dealt with the manufacturer, uh, Bateman Technologies, and um, the HEPA filter is good for a 1,000 hours. Now, if it is a mold, lead abatement, asbestos, we ask the uh, contractor to please dispose of all the filters, including the HEPA filter, and rebuy a brand new filter and do not bring it back to our store. Make sure you clean the units. Um, the everyday person who might be just cleaning carpets and wants to uh, use an air scrubber or somebody who uses an air scrubber, um, to get rid of, uh, odor and they rent and they buy carbon filters from us or, uh, a painting contractor that's trying to, uh, get rid of the odor of the paint, uh, because Mrs. Smith in her house doesn't want to smell that paint odor. We don't have to change the HEPA filter for that. Uh, the manufacturer of Bateman says, uh, once that, that, uh, material is brought into the HEPA filter, it's not going to be spouted out or spit out through the HEPA filter. So, uh, we hope that the contractor that knows he's on a, uh, hazardous job, uh, knows to get rid of that filter and all the, uh, and the HEPA filter and everything else on the job site. Okay. So it's more on the honor system then? Um, I would say yes. Um, we change the uh, HEPA filter every 1,000 hours as instructed by the um, manufacturer unless it's in a hazardous situation. Gotcha. Okay, let's talk about something like the air movers and other types of uh, e equipment. Uh, do you clean that? Do you sanitize that uh, between rentals, or what do you do with that? Yes, when they come back, um, they're all cleaned and wiped down, and the filters are changed, um, and we spray them uh, with a uh, with a spray, um, and we do um, a pretty good job on it. The ones that are in our disaster trailers are especially cleaned and gone over. Um, uh, and we have 15 of those 53-foot containers full of DUs and air movers. Wow. And I guess you have those, uh, you know, spotted in, you know, geographical regions, you know, kind of spread out, uh, you know, along the coastline, you know, maybe from... Uh, New England down to, you know, Texas, Louisiana? Yeah, we, we actually, um, for the most part, we can have a 53-foot container dropped at your job site within 24 hours, sometimes the same day, anywhere in the country. Um, there's probably a couple places that would be tough to get to, but uh, for the most part, uh, we haven't had a problem with it. We have truckers that are willing to, uh, we, we all hire uh, team drivers 
to get there and drive continuously. Uh, we have also our own fleet of trucks that can deliver it. So, uh, and each, uh, each 53 foot container has close to 500, uh, pieces of equipment, uh, com- uh, with DUs and air movers in it. Wow. Well, I guess you're going to agree with the statement that with the availability of rental equipment, that a contractor need not turn down any size project for lack of equipment. Exactly. Exactly. We're here to make the contractor look good on a job. It's all about them. If they get a job and they don't have enough equipment, they should, we respond 24-7 by phone. They should have our 800 number or our, one of my regional uh, manager's uh, cell phone, and uh, they should call them and say, how fast can you get us, you know, DUs, air movers, desiccants, generators, anything. Uh, you know, we can make it happen. We always like to do at the end of the show is we always give our guests a last word, and at the end of the show, uh, you know, I want to get your phone number, if you don't mind, your cell phone and the website, maybe some contact information for some of these regional folks. And if you want, I can put it in the blog, which we send out uh, after every episode so that our, uh, you know, so that our listeners have it. Um, other than what we've already mentioned, are there any common rental items for the cleaning and restoration industry? No, I think the biggest items uh, are the um, the air scrubbers, the uh, uh, air movers, the dehumidifiers, the desiccants, generators, aerial work platforms. Um, the big thing is we're getting more and more people using us to uh, design, erect, and dismantle scaffolding. They have a uh, many times there are church fires where they want you to clean the church, but do not disturb the pews. And we have erected a dance floor above the pews, six feet from the ceiling, so they can clean everything when there's uh, when there's not services going on. So uh, we have um, uh, such a vast array of equipment that can help them do the job quicker and faster. Wow. Um, I didn't know that you're into the scaffolding. I know that there are other companies that, you know, that do that and only that. But, um, you know, you have this uh, ability to design, erect, and dismantle scaffolding. Um, do you provide any other technical services, you know, that a contractor may need, you know, on a project, you know, such as, you know, wood equipment? he might need or, you know, making some sort of recommendations, you know, you mentioned. Uh, yes, yes. Well, first of all, we have uh, all of our guys, uh, if if, um, if a contractor lands a job and all of a sudden there's an atrium and he has to get 100 feet in the air or there's stairs in the way or small, you know, small entryways, we'll have uh, specialists come out and walk the job with them and tell them what piece of equipment they should use for that job and what piece of equipment will fit through that doorway. And we have uh, uh, um, employees that will uh, set up desiccants and run lay flat for them. They just have to tell them where the where they want the dry air. We will uh, not only rent the generator, but we will run um, power through the building. 
um, all to OSHA standards so the contractor can plug in his own DUs and air movers or rent more from us. Uh, you know, we have a specialist for air conditioning and we have specialists for heat. Uh, if you need to bring heat into a building or air or, uh, or chillers, you know, we have all sorts of specialists that work for us that will come and help them determine the exact right piece of equipment that is needed for that job. And there's no cost for that. And if they want us to put on their their contractor T-shirt so they think the person is coming from them, or uh, that's fine. We have no problem with that, doing that either. Uh, it's really not about Sunbelt. It's about making the contractor look good on that job. You know, do you hire uh, some restoration people, you know, from the industry as well, you know, to provide guidance? Um, no, uh, we don't. You know, it's uh, uh, we have. Uh, there's one of the people on my uh, uh, staff is a CR. Okay. Uh, and um, you know, he's available. We have uh, several people in the company that have done uh, uh, drawing and restoration jobs for. 15, 20 years that can go to a job and look at it and give recommendations. Perfect. So it sounds like you've got that covered. Uh, I guess companies of all sizes could use your services, I suspect. That's correct. Okay. You know, some of the largest um, companies in, uh, in the United States, uh, the biggest contractors in the United States, use us all the way down to the the small guy who's never done a large loss in his life, and all of a sudden, uh, the job, uh, the church that he's been cleaning their carpets for years, all of a sudden has a, a fire, and he's never done something that size before. He has called us in to help him and uh, to look at it. We we can do anything on a large loss. We do not extract water. We do not monitor that's not our job. That's the contractor's job. We never try to put ourselves in competition with our customer. Well, I think that that must make customers happy that, uh, you know, you're not going to compete with them and, and don't, don't seek to do that. because Yes, we never, we're never going to quote a job uh, against a contractor. There is no possibility. You know, people, you know, there's always been rumors about, oh, the worry about Sunbelt getting into business. We have every piece of equipment that you can build a building with. And we've been in the equipment rental business since 1980, and we've never built a building. <laughs> Our job is totally to rent equipment. Interesting. Um, how have you differentiated your division uh, from other rental companies? Well, you know, we're the only ones that have really concentrated on the remediation industry, but the biggest thing throughout our whole company, you know, you can really rent a generator from anybody, and you can rent a light tower from anybody if you want to light up your know, parking lot during a hurricane uh, that you need uh, so your equipment can run 24 hours a day or whatever you need. You know, the difference between us and our competition is customer service. One, we answer our phone 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. 
you know, you call our competition. It's very difficult to find somebody in the middle of the night when you need them. Uh, we repair or replace equipment 24 hours a day. Uh, when there's an event, even if we don't have a location nearby, we, we've done, we've set up lay down yards. Um, I know we did it, uh, during the, uh, the floods and we did it, um, um, trying to think in North Dakota when there were floods a couple of years ago, our closest location, it was in Minot, North Dakota. Our closest location was 700 miles away. And the only way we could service our contractors is we actually rented a bingo hall and uh, set up a rental store right there in town so we could service our customers. And we brought in uh, all we brought in our, our fleet of trucks, our fleet of equipment, and we brought in mechanics. Um, it's just, you know, the difference between us and everybody else is our customer service. And we put all of our guarantees uh, in writing. You know, if we don't call back within 24 hours, within an hour, I'm sorry, if we don't call a customer back within an hour, that day's rental is free. So even if you're renting a generator for $1,500 for the day, we'll deduct $1,500 from your bill if we didn't call you back within an hour. Um, it's just we repair, replace a piece of equipment within four hours or that day's rental is free. We guarantee our, your satisfaction. You know, there's a lot of things that we do that just our competition just not able to do. Okay. Well, what we're going to do, Ken, is, is this is this is going along well. Uh, I still have a bunch more questions, and Radio Joe has some questions. We're about halfway through. We're going to stop now for uh, you know our halftime. We'll make a couple announcements, and we'll be back in a couple minutes. Great. Thanks to our association sponsors, the Indoor Air Quality Association, IAQA, a nonprofit multidisciplinary organization dedicated to promoting the exchange of indoor environmental information through education and research. Visit them at www.iaqa.org. And thanks to our advertisers, Gray Wolf Sensing Solutions, who use advanced sensor software technology and embedded computers to provide superior environmental test instrumentation. Visit them at wolfsense.com. Legends Environmental Insurance Services, the experts in insurance for environmental consultants and contractors for over 20 years. Learn about them at legends-enviro.com. And, of course, our marquee sponsors. John Don Products, where restoration and abatement contractors shop. Visit them at www.johndon.com. Clean Facts and Cleaning and Maintenance Management Magazine, your source for cleaning and maintenance news. Visit them at clean, C-L-E-A-N-F-A-X.com and cmmonline.com. Please be sure to thank our sponsors for their support of IEQ Radio when you inquire about their services and products.
Okay. Uh, Radio Joe, how are things going in South Carolina? Uh, things are great. going great. Very good, Cliff. Um, Ken, I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, missed a little bit of the beginning, but it sounds like things are going very well. Yes, everything seems to be going great. Uh, Ken, I've got a question for you, um, and if I missed this, I apologize. You, with respect to the equipment you rent, do you rent anything with respect to, like, moisture meters, moisture sensors, uh, pressure differential monitors, maybe um, combustion gas detectors, things like that? No, we do not. Okay, so it's all construction-related, not the monitoring of the construction. That's correct. All right. The second question I had was a follow-up to um, a question that Cliff had about, uh, well, I don't know if it was a question, but a comment on supplying contractors after a disaster. You've got, you know, these big events going on, let's say Katrina, whatever the case may be. One of the complaints I hear from uh, some of the smaller contractors is that, you know, by the time uh, they get a chance to get a hold of whomever to rent equipment, all the equipment's gone. I'm wondering if you have any suggestions for those contractors that might help them. And I don't know if you can reserve equipment or get on some kind of a list or you know, how do you suggest they, they better prepare to be able to get equipment when, you know, it's all being used? Um, that, that's always a challenge. You can't have uh, enough equipment for every possible situation or else you'd have equipment just sitting around and it would um, hurt financially. Um I, I think sometimes they have to believe in themselves that they're going to get jobs, especially during big events. Their, their phone is ringing off the hook. People are asking them, and they're not planning enough. While the, the, the people that have gone through this before know, I'm going to get enough jobs that I can get this equipment. Um, that's the first thing is to have – uh, faith in yourself that you're going to land some of these jobs that are out there. Because if you don't have the equipment, you're not going to land it. Um, the other thing is that every day the equipment um, availability changes because people rent it and they return it and they rent it and return it. So what might not be available today is sometimes available tomorrow or the next day is the best, really the best, best thing is to start a relationship with Sunbelt or with whoever your supplier is going to be. You know, a lot of the times what I hear is these guys that complain when they need extra equipment every day, every week, every month, they rent from their buddy down the street. That's great. You know, and and you're helping each other out. I understand that. But you never develop a relationship for when the big event happens and your buddy down the street is using all their equipment. Now, all of a sudden, you can't get it from who you usually get it from. Then you call us, and it's like, well, you've never rented from us before. We can't keep equipment around to help you when we didn't even know you existed. So... You know, the best thing is really to start a relationship and start using us and start having an account with us and give us some of your business during the year. Use your buddy and sometimes use us. And then if you do that, the more 
the more we use our equipment, uh, the more fleet we buy. It's all on utilization. And as our utilization goes up, we buy more. Actually, in 2013, we spent, Sunbelt Rentals spent a billion dollars in replacing and buying new equipment. Our budget for 2014 is another billion dollars. So we will replace older equipment and buy new equipment. And that's how our fleet keeps raising up. And we go by, we ask each of our stores, well, is there any time that you did not have enough equipment? And they keep records every time they're called and they didn't have enough equipment that, okay, I need to have more air movers because I couldn't help uh, Bob when he needed it or I need more DUs. But if they only call us once a year when all our equipment is out um, during a hurricane, well, you know, it's not enough times that we should say, oh, we we need to add another 10,000 pieces. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's fair enough, and I think you gave some good some good advice for our listeners. Cliff? Thanks, Joe. A couple follow-ups, Ken, uh, if you don't mind, on where Joe is going. What sort of preparative pre-planning should a contractor do with a rental company, you know, such as Sunbelt? You know, how do I – give me a list of what these guys need to do. These guys need to set up an account. Okay. They need to um, have an account number. They need to um, call, and I'll have on your blog all my area guys, uh, regional guys, and their cell phone numbers and what states they cover. Get uh, an account set up um, and and use us once in a while, uh, whether they need a lift or they need uh, a generator, or they need extra DUs and air movers. That's that's about it. Um, they can. I advise them to maybe when the bill comes in to pay with a credit card and get mileage or points, and then pay their uh, pay their credit card bill thirty days after that. And that way they can get mileage and points and uh, and pay their bill on time. Now, speaking of billing, what are the normal terms that uh, your Sunbelt would have? Well, our normal terms, and the normal terms in most rental companies, is when you return the equipment, you pay us. Um, once you are established an account and you have a, um, a what's called a credit account, even if you pay by a credit card or and we invoice you, then when you return the equipment, instead of us demanding payment at that time of a credit card or a check, we will invoice you. So then you have um, 30 days to pay us. So, um, you know, at least you have some float on when you have to pay us by setting up an account ahead of time. And the other thing is when setting up that account, if you call in the middle of the night and you don't have an account set up, you're not going to be able to get that piece of equipment sent to you in the middle of the night because there's paperwork that has to be done. Gotcha. Uh, well, is there a limit on how much equipment a customer can rent? No, there's no limit. 
Okay, so if I had an account with you and you know I was doing a little bit of business with you, you know as much as much as I could, you know maybe I don't know a thousand bucks a month or, or something like that. And then all of a sudden, you know I'm fishing and I catch you know the big one, you know a high rise building, and you know it's a very very large uh, you know project um, that you're okay with giving me what I need in order to get it done. Uh, yes, as long as you have, especially uh, if you have, I don't care if it's a thousand, you spend a thousand a month or five thousand a year, and you've paid your bills on time and established credit for us, and all of a sudden, like you said, you land that big one, and all of a sudden you need ten thousand dollars worth of equipment or a hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment. There's, you've proven that you 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 are reliable, and you pay us. You will get that hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment. You know they 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 have that old adage that they make them tall and they make them small, and you know Smith and Wesson makes the equalizer. I guess in this business, Sunbelt, you know, can be the equalizer. Exactly, you can compete with anybody with our fleet of equipment. You know, and there's there there's some really smart marketers out there that have used our inventory to talk to their customers and said, "Listen, I not only have my equipment, but I have a relationship with Sunbelt that has 2.3 billion dollars worth of equipment, and I've had I have an established account and a relationship, and if I need to bring in that." Uh, one meg generator to to power up your building. I'm able to get that for you. What are some common concerns that your customers would have, Ken? You know, like a cleaning restoration contractor. Uh, say that again. What are some common concerns or common questions that you get from cleaning and restoration contractors? Um, I don't know. Um, that's a, that's a good question. Um, the biggest thing is, you know, how do I set up an account? Um, they sometimes, uh, if, if it's their first job, they, um, will ask us a lot of questions about that job, and most of it we can handle over the phone. There are sometimes we send people out to the job, but I don't know if there's a common question that I get from the contractors. Well, we probably covered uh, you know, a number of the concerns. You know, number one, can anybody get the big stuff, and you know, providing that you have the relationship. Uh, you know, I think that you've answered that. I think you've also answered that, uh, you can provide technical support, you know, for the uh, erection of scaffolding that, you know, you can design it, you can put it up. You know, I can just imagine a contractor who's never set up scaffolding before, you know, the last thing that he wants is a truck to come and, you know, he has this erector set and he really doesn't know what to do with it and, you know, has OSHA to deal with and building inspectors and, and everything else. So um, what about... Uh, if something happens to a piece of equipment, can uh, you know it's not the contractor's fault. You know, let's say that a piece of equipment catches on fire. Let's say that perhaps uh, you know someone 
you know, an occupant of a building is injured, you know, by a piece of equipment. Um, does Sunbelt have insurance, uh, you know, for these things? Well, uh, a couple of things. Um, you touched on some very good points. Um, we, first of all, you should get rental protection plan. It's offered on, um, on every contract that we, we send out equipment. We either ask the contractor to make Sunbelt also insured on your insurance, or you take our rental protection plan. If you take their uh, rental protection plan, it protects you on any type of damage that might happen uh, to the equipment. Um, no matter what, it really do, reduces your liability and it probably reduces your cost of your own insurance. Uh, the other thing is we're heavily insured. Um, we, um, we have all sorts of insurance to cover if somebody gets hurt that is uh, caused by our negligence or something that is wrong with one of our pieces of equipment. Um, I know that it's not only someone getting hurt. I know that um, there was one time that there was a, uh, somebody rented a generator from us and um, the uh, diesel fuel leaked there was a crack in uh, there was a crack in the fuel pump, and the diesel fuel leaked on a person's property. Uh, actually, when they were building it, and they they cleaned it up, and nothing was ever said. And then somebody poured concrete above where that was, and the uh, oil stain whipped through the concrete. It was definitely Sunbelt's fault. It was a crack in our equipment. And we paid to dig up the driveway and dig up the dirt and uh, make everything whole. Uh, no questions asked. It was definitely our fault, and we repaired it. I know uh, another situation during Katrina, um, we had uh, somebody filling a thousand gallon fuel cell that was running into a generator and somebody forgot to close the connection between the thousand gallon fuel cell and the generator and the fuel leaked and it was at a hospital and I got a call at two o'clock in the morning saying a thousand gallons of fuel leaked and the contractor didn't know if, if it was his guy or the fuel company or Sunbelt, but there's a leak. And I said, it doesn't really matter whose fault it is. We need to get hazmat out there. And we got hazmat to go out there immediately and clean up the fuel. And there was never an incident. And there was never a problem. After that, we picked up the whole expense of it um, and never charged back the contractor whatsoever. So, you know, when you're dealing with a large company such as Sunbelt that has a lot of resources, um, we are totally protected and we protect our contractors for anything that we are uh, responsible for.
Sounds great. When a contractor needs to bid a job, uh, does Sundown publish a price list so that the contractor, you know, can go online uh, or have a written price list somehow so that they know what their cost is so then they can, you know, quote the job to either the insurance adjuster or the property owner. Do you guys have a uh, published price list? Uh, yes, we do. Um, we, if you're an RIA member, uh, we have national uh, remediation rates uh, for the contractor on uh, a lot of equipment. We have so much equipment that if it's an oddball piece of equipment that we can get you a quota whenever you need. If they need to walk a job and quote it and there's a lot of lists involved, we have no problem free of charge sending a contractor out and giving you a quote on the type of equipment that you would need. Uh, if it's a big desiccant job, if you tell us enough questions, if, we, if you answer enough questions over the phone, we can get you a, uh, uh, a quote on what that would cost you um, within, uh, within a couple hours. And with, with respect to um, pricing and jobs, I'm not, I, I, like I said, I didn't hear the whole interview, but I'm curious. When someone rents the equipment, and then oftentimes they're dealing with, you know, a, a restoration on a um, property that's covered by insurance, can they actually make a little money on top of um, whatever they're paying you for rental? And, you know, obviously there's pricing, like exact and other. Are you oftentimes lower than that pricing? Usually that's never been a problem. Uh, usually on large losses, uh, where, where, uh, rental equipment is considered or a rental company is considered a sub on the job. So if you have, I think if it's, if you have two subs on a job, you're allowed to do an adder, a 10 and 10 adder, uh, from what I've been told. So they usually, most contractors are, are adding about 20% or greater to our invoice. I see. I see. And, and when it comes to equipment and and choosing equipment, um, obviously you have to choose what brand of equipment, what type of equipment. And again, I don't know if Cliff already asked about this, but I'm, I'm curious. What, what what do you look for in a piece of equipment? Let's say a a dehumidifier. Is it, is it a brand name? Is it a rating on it? Is it um, durability of the piece of equipment? Is it how much electric it pulls, uh, or all of the above? Um, uh, we have had a relationship now for about 15 years with Tri-E's. So all of our air movers and all of our, uh, refrigerant dehumidifiers are manufactured by Dry-E's. Um, yeah, so we use... We use major manufacturers for all our equipment. Our desiccants are all made by uh, uh, Arid Dry uh, um, Concept and Design, Todd Bradley's company. Uh, they're great pieces of equipment. What about your air filtration devices? Who do you use there? We use uh, the air scrubbers are abatement technologies. Um, probably 90% is abatement technologies. We also use uh, uh, dry ease on their uh, their HEPA 500s. Okay. 
it caught my attention when you said that RIA members get a discount on um, equipment rental. And to me, that sounds like a, a really good idea and, and something that um, they should, I don't know, they probably do, but maybe they don't promote more as a, a member benefit. I mean, if you're renting, you know, $100,000 worth of equipment over a year or even 50000 and even if you only get a, a 1% or a 2% discount, that could more than pay for your membership. So I'm glad you mentioned that, and I, I, we really appreciate you joining us uh, this week on the show, and I look forward to seeing you at a future show. Yep, I'll be at all the shows uh, until I retire, I hope, and God be willing. And um, um, like I said, I've fallen in love with this industry, been in it 14 years now, and uh, you can't meet a, a better group of guys anywhere. It's uh, really the the best trade show that I attend, and I do 40 trade shows a year. So, wow. uh, yeah, uh, it's... Uh, it's a it's a great organization, and uh, there there shouldn't be a contractor out there that does not become a member. I mean, it's a shame if you're not a member, because these are uh, the people that will help you and be there with you uh, in the industry, and uh, you can learn from one another. So. I guess I had one other quick question for you, Ken, before I go. Do you have that type of uh, an arrangement with any other associations, maybe in the construction industry or anywhere else that you're aware of, as far as a discount for the members of the association? No, it's it's the uh, only association. No, I'm sorry, there's one on on the facility maintenance side. There's two on the facility maintenance side of our business that has... Uh, a national agreement for the members. Good for us, Mr. North. Cliff, take it away. Thanks for letting me jump in here from remote, and I will see you early next week. Uh, Absolutely. Thanks again for joining us. Thanks, Joe. Have a, have a good class, and uh, have a safe trip back. Thank you. Bye. Take care. Ken, Ken do uh, people that rent equipment, I, I guess at some point there's a, if, if the job goes long enough, you know, there's a point where the rental rate would possibly exceed or could exceed what it would cost to for the contractor to buy it. Do you do anything like a you know like a rent to buy program or something like that with contractors on a large project? Uh, no, we don't. Uh, we're really a rent to rent um, uh, company. You know, we don't, uh, you can't put your rentals towards the purchase of it. Um, the reason being we would, we would constantly having to buy more equipment. So, uh, for example, in a, in a year like 2008, when there's one event after another, or, or, uh, I think it was 2004 when four hurricanes hit the state of Florida, you know, at the end of the first hurricane, Everybody would want to buy the equipment, and then they'd call us for the second hurricane. Said, "Sorry, we sold everything the first hurricane." Gotcha. You know, what I mean, so it, it would not be a very good policy for us to do something like that. Uh, let me ask you another question: If, let's say, I got a strange project uh, and it needed a very expensive piece of equipment, and I really couldn't afford it, and if I bought the equipment, it really wouldn't make sense because you know, I, I, I need the equipment for a short term. If it was something st 
strange like this, if I needed equipment for a specialized project, would Sunbelt consider uh, purchasing it and renting it to me because they could then use it elsewhere? Well, it all depends on the piece of equipment. I mean, we, we, we've done things like that, but it's usually because there's other people that have the same need. And we have a division that's called industrial resources. And we have a piece of equipment that will lift the leg of a bridge up four inches. We have, we have a piece of equipment that will lift the gymnasium floor up all at one time. Um, you know, just we have, you know, very oddball pieces of equipment in our fleet for special situations that we have calls on regularly, but a, co a contractor might only use it once in their lifetime. Oh, right, but, but, it doesn't, but it doesn't mean that all of a sudden you have an oddball piece of equipment that we've never heard of that we're going to run out and invest $100,000 so you can rent it for uh, a month at $10,000 and then we lose 90,000. You know what I mean? Is that, that doesn't make financial sense for us to do, but um, we've had situations where, um, well, we've had a situation during the Nashville floods where one of our very good national customers needed a piece of equipment and they were able to charge it to their customer if it was a rental item, but not if it was a purchase item. And they told us they would rent it to, from us for six months. So it was, it would, and we spread out the payments over six months of what our cost would have been. And we did that. We bought it and then rented it back to them. So they would, um, uh, they would rent it and be able to, you know, uh, rent it or use it and, and charge their customer for it. Yeah. But I guess a lot of these things started with one, you know, uh, you know, one trailer, you know, one desiccant dehumidifier, you know, one big one or whatever. And, you know, at some point, uh, you know, someone at Sunbelt sees that this makes financial sense and, uh, you know, well, that uh, yeah, that happened to us with with air uh, desiccants and air scrubbers, uh, and you know we have insulation vacuums uh, where we've gotten enough calls, and then all of a sudden, uh, at the end of the year, you know, I said, you know, I've gotten thirty of these calls a year. We need to have uh, insulation vacs, or we need to have desiccants. And we made a huge uh, investment in in desiccants and air scrubbers and insulation vacuums, and it eventually um, worked out for us. Um, but it's not because someone called us for the first time and said, I need an insulation vac, and no one else ever asked us for one, and then we bought it. Um, but... You know, it's, it all depends. But if you need something, let us know. And if we get enough of those requests, you know, we might wind up adding that to our fleet. Well, I think also a lot of times people think they're the only person that, Correct. <laughs> that wanted that piece of equipment. You're and, exactly right, Cliff. And, you know, with, with, you know, the fact that you have $2.3 billion worth of inventory, uh, you know, you might already have a couple of them uh, in stock. Right. And they, you know, we have one of the most uh, intensive 
catalogs, equipment catalogs in the rental industry. Our catalog, we call it our rental solution guide, is a huge catalog of all the possible things you can rent. And we also have it on a, a CD. And really, any contractor that's listening to your show should go into a Sunbelt Rentals location or go into our website and ask to get a catalog or ask to get us a CD of all our catalogs because they'd be surprised at all the things they could possibly rent for a job that they never even thought of. Ken, we're running out of time. We always like to give our guests the last word. Is there any final comment that you'd like to make or anything else that you'd like to add? Well, one of the things I didn't talk about that should be talked about is that Sunbelt um, will train and certify people on lifts. Uh, we will we give safety training classes. We're very very uh, involved in safety, making sure that everybody that comes to work goes home to their families. We're, we're with our own company and also with our contractors. We we give a lot of safety classes. We go and give safety talks at different organizations and different companies. We uh, train people on how to use lifts so they don't get hurt. So many people get hurt using lifts that they've never been trained and they'll go 20 feet in the air and hurt themselves. Um, we don't want that to happen. You know, if somebody is going to put their workers on a lift, they should really get them certified so they know what they're doing because there's nothing worse than having a worker that you know, that you know his family, and having to go home to their family and tell, tell their wife or significant other that that person will not be coming home that day because they got hurt on a job. Um, and we just, just, we plead with everybody to please get training on equipment that you're going to use and on certain pieces of equipment, OSHA demands that you're certified. You don't want your job shut down because a worker is not certified on a lift. Um, it's not very expensive to have done and, uh, it could save somebody's life. Uh, a couple questions about this lift training, Ken. It is, it is, would this apply for something like a, a little scissor lift as well? Yes. Okay. Is 50, here's a, here's a fact. 50% of the serious accidents happen within 20 feet of the ground. It's not that, you know, I, we did a safety training for a franchise group and a franchise owner came up to me at the end of the show and said to me at the end of the class and said to me, Ken, I put my kids up on those lifts all the time and I never realized it. It's not that your kid or somebody can't jump 20 feet to the ground. It's they get disorientated and they fall 20 feet and their head hits the concrete. That's the problem. Um, and it is so important that they understand how to use the equipment and how to be safe on that piece of equipment. Okay, thank you. Uh, Ken, would you mind giving us your contact information, I guess the company website, and if you want, um, you, you know, your personal number so that 
these folks can call you or your email? Yes, um, not a problem. I, I don't mind at all. Uh, to go on our website is www.sunbeltrentals.com. Very simple. Um, the uh, my email address is um, K for my first name, and then my last name, which is spelled R O T as in Tom H M as in Mary E L at sunbeltrentals.com. And you can always reach me on my cell phone 24 hours a day. And my cell phone number is 704-506-8639. Perfect. Thank you. Before we leave, we want to thank today's guest, Ken Rothfeld, my co-host, Radio Joe Hughes, our engineer, Jessica Lawson, And most importantly, we want to thank you, our growing audience of loyal listeners. Please come back and join us next Friday at noon for the next broadcast of IEQ Radio, where Radio Joe and I will be broadcasting live from the 10th International Conference of the International Institute for Infrastructure, Resilience, and Reconstruction at Purdue University. Goodbye, God bless, and talk to you next week.